Welcome to the Spiritual AF Life Podcast, a magical place where your host, Heather Danielle, psychic medium, will bring the mystical woo-woo world down to earth in practical ways. Tune in every Monday for your weekly reading and on Wednesdays to hear fascinating conversations with spiritual experts, uplifting stories, and deep dives into the metaphysical world, all to help you tap into the invisible guidance that's all around you. It's time to start living a spiritual AF life. Get cozy, the conversation is starting now. Do you have ADD? Or are you ungrounded? Or is trauma affecting your daily life? Well, hopefully you are going to find the answer to that question in today's episode, because we are gonna be diving deep into each of these and how they could be affecting your life right now. Before we get started though, I wanna make sure that you have gotten your free access to the Spiritual AF Library. It is full of amazing guides and workshops and so much more that I have created over the years. And I thought that it would just be great to have them in one place for you so you don't have to worry about going through your emails or anything like that or downloading it onto your computer. It'll be all right there in your free student account. So definitely check it out is in the link below. Okay, so now let's get started with finding out exactly what ADD is and what ungrounded is and what trauma is. So ADD is a chronic condition, including attention difficulty, hyperactivity, and impulsiveness. Now being ungrounded is a little bit different. And this might be a term that you've heard a little bit, or maybe definitely not as much as you have heard about um, ADD, but it actually refers to a state of feeling ungrounded, disconnected from your body, or also disconnected from your present moment, okay? Trauma refers to a deeply distressing or disturbing experience, and someone's trauma can greatly differ from somebody else's trauma. Now, there are different kinds of traumas, but I'm just going to go ahead and group all the acute trauma, the chronic trauma, and the complex trauma all together just for simplicity um, in this episode. Before we go any further, I do have to let you know though that I am not a doctor, I'm not here to treat or diagnose you, and you should work with your doctor. This is going to be for entertainment purposes only or also for informational sake so that perhaps you could do what I did and that is work with my doctor and give them maybe some additional information so that I could get the correct diagnosis. This is actually being brought on by several different reasons. So one of the reasons why I really thought it was helpful to give you this episode and this information today is because there has been so much on social media everywhere where ADD is just going everywhere. Everybody and their brother has ADD now. Now I'll often joke and say I have ADD, but that is just a joke. I actually don't. And that brings me to the second reason why that I felt like I should do this episode. And that is because I felt my whole entire life, or at least in my adult life, that I had ADD. In fact, for several years, you know, um, if not like 10 or more years, my husband would always be like, Heather, your ADD has gotten so bad. We need to help you out. We we need to get you help and that's actually what we did after about 10 years I decided to go ahead and get help with my ADD and while I was talking with that doctor I realized by what she was saying the information that she was providing for me and actually the diagnosis that she gave me was I really didn't have ADD it was a trauma response and then once I started looking more into the similarities between feeling ungrounded and trauma 
and ADD is when I realized, oh my gosh, I am really, really ungrounded and trauma is still affecting my daily life. Now, trauma can actually cause you to be ungrounded. And that is because feeling ungrounded often associates with the feeling of being diff, uh, disconnected from your body or the present moment. And that can be brought on because of trauma, because you might feel like you're rejecting your body now because of a past experience um, that you have dealt with, or because you no longer want to be in the present moment because there was danger. So you almost like create this alternate world, or you always are daydreaming or always in your mind so that you don't have to be in that present moment because sometimes the present moment can bring, you know, back bad memories and those kinds of things. And I didn't realize at the time, but that's kind of like what was happening to me. A lot of it was a trauma response because I kept on having different symptoms and we're going to go over that that were bringing me back into the past that I didn't even realize it so let's just get started right now with the very first symptom that all three of these actually have in common and that is a difficulty concentrating so all individuals usually with ADD and those that are feeling ungrounded and those with trauma affecting their daily life they might struggle with difficulty concentrating because of intrusive thoughts or also heightened stress levels. And this might vary from different person to person, but they kind of all have a little bit different reasons why it's difficult to concentrate. With people with a trauma response, it might be more difficult for them to concentrate because more of those intrusive thoughts and because they get very stressed out um, and then they have to change you know, what they're doing or change their frame of mind, those kinds of stuff. People with, um, ungroundedness, you are going to feel a little bit more like multitasking and maybe not getting everything done, or you're more like spacey, you know, that kind of feeling with opposed with ADD. It's like <laughs> my husband has ADD and it's so funny. It's, it's not crazy that we thought that I had ADD, but he ended up having ADD, but it's so funny because I can see around the kitchen, like he was in the middle of doing something and he comes from a, a abrupt stop and just starts doing another thing like right away. And then all of a sudden like, he will stop that and he'll start doing something else right away. And I feel with ADD people that there is this sense of urgency, like, oh, I have to do this right now. Oh my gosh, I have to do this. I have to do that. And they keep on jumping from task to task to task. And from my experience with ADD people, they don't ever get any of this stuff done. It's always like half done for the most part. Now, with someone's ungrounded like me, what ends up happening is that you get easily distracted. And that is the reason why that you're bouncing around and being forgetful and things like that. And you can be easily distracted because you are not in the present moment because you are dis disassociated with a lot of the stuff going on. You might be in your own mind. You might be daydreaming and going through all these things and then you get a new idea and then you start doing that one. And then with ungrounded people, they will eventually get it done, it seems, but it's just not as cut and dry like ADD people. With ADD people, it seems like it's more urgent. It seems like it's more serious. It seems like it's more of an impulse as opposed to someone who is ungrounded, where they're just kind of a little bit more like, go with the flow, you know, like, okay, I'll do this. Okay. And then I'll do that. And then I'll do this. Do you see how the difference is a little bit? And then people with trauma, they automatically might start having like these thoughts like, oh my God, I have to do this because if I don't do this then this will happen or that person will be mad or this will do it or this or that, you know? And then all of a sudden it creates like the stress and it also might can create some anxiety with people who are doing it as a trauma response. All right, think about that one as we go into the second symptom, which is emotional dysregulation. So people who have ADD, people who are ungrounded, and also those with trauma, they also might feel like it's difficult for them to 
you know, regulate their emotions. I do have to put a disclaimer there that it is more common with people who have trauma or ungroundedness as opposed to those with ADD. So for example, my husband is not a very emotional person. He does not get his emotions, you know, like honestly or whatever you want to say it. He is not that type. And so it doesn't really resonate with him for ADD. And then when I think about a lot of the people I know who have ADD, a lot of them are very emotionally mature people. They don't really allow their emotions to get the best of them. So for the majority of people in my experience who have ADD don't really have this as one of their main symptoms. It seems like it's more of a symptom for people who are ungrounded or also have trauma. And this could be another reason or driving force on why it's difficult to concentrate for them because they are emotionally attached to whatever that they are doing. And then they feel like they need to do this or they need to change their route of what they're doing so frequently um, with an emotions attached to it. So I might go ahead and be like, okay, well, I need to unload the dishwasher and then I get distracted because I need to start doing something else. Like I need to, you know, start writing a grocery list, but at the same time, I need to put my computer away because it's bothering me being on here, but on the counter, because you know, the last time that that happened, you know, I spilled water all over my, my computer and then it got me really stressed out and I don't want to do that. And then, you know, if I don't get this other thing done, then my husband's going to probably get mad at me. It's probably going to be upset. So I really want to do that. So if you're having any of those kinds of, uh, of things that are happening when you are shifting your focus, like you're like, Oh my gosh, so-and-so is going to get mad at me, or I have to change this up because something bad might happen or that might happen again. That is more conclusive to a person with trauma or ungroundedness as opposed to ADD. All right, we're going to move on to hyperarousal or hypervigilance. Okay, so people with past trauma might experience hypervigilance as a feeling constantly anxious or on edge. However, it can also resemble symptoms of hyperactivity with people with ADD. Now, with hypervigilance and you know hyperarousal and things like that, that is truly common with people who have um, trauma in their past because what ends up happening, whether they realize it or not, um, when they walk into a room, they're subconsciously measuring the people in the room, almost like who is the loose cannon, who is most likely to go AWOL and start hurting me or do something crazy. And so honestly, I think that's one of the reasons why that like empath are so attracted to narcissists and things like that is because we do this subconsciously so we're automatically attracted to someone but we don't realize that we're attracted to them because they are the weakest link you know we're just attracted to them like oh i'm going to gravitate right towards them and then they end up going out getting married and things like that and they think it's all good until they find out okay they're a narcissist and they're actually a horrible person you know why was i attracted to them to begin with and that's probably because you know you were drawn to them because they were the weakest link because your trauma, your past experiences, your sensitivity, you know, kind of outed them as the weakest link. And you didn't realize that it was um, a bad thing that it was um, basically they had a big light around them. It was a bad thing trying to warn you, but you just went diving in um, head first. So that's really, really more common with people who are trauma um, based as opposed to people who are ungrounded or people who have um, ADD, but it is found with all of them. Now I do have to say though, I don't see people with ADD having a lot of anxiety. So you have to think about it that way too, is that you can still have anxiety with ADD, but it is just more symptomatic of those with trauma or even being ungrounded because being ungrounded because you're not really focused in the here and the now and of this earth you might not be realizing why you feel the way that you do and emotions are energy in motion so we really have to make sure that we are putting all that in check because people who are ungrounded are mostly like 
you heard about them, right? They live in the clouds and they're always daydreaming and they're like up in the air and the air is very, very quick moving. So when we put more emotions onto that, then all of a sudden it's just like way too much energy. The energy is going way too quickly and we need to slow it down. <laughs> okay. Anyways, we're going to move on to avoidance behaviors. So both trauma survivors and individuals feeling ungrounded might engage in behaviors aimed at avoiding triggers or situations that cause discomfort, which might overlap with some avoidance tendencies of those seen with people with ADD. But the thing is, is that trauma survivors are really going to be the people who do a lot of this avoidance behavior. And then it's going to be the ungrounded people in second place if you can. And then the third is going to be ADD. Another symptoms that these all have in common is memory difficulties, forgetfulness, lapse in memory, or difficulty recalling certain details. Um, these are found in people who have ADD, ungrounded, or trauma. So with ADD though, it seems like it's, it's because of their frequent switching of what they're doing or they're thinking about, um, as opposed to people who are ungrounded, they're just going to be forgetful and spacey. Like people with ADD might actually remember that you told them to do something and then they forgot, you know, they just totally slipped their mind. And also here's another thing too, that's really, really big with people with ADD, people with ADD often have time blindness. Now there's different types of ADD and things like that. But in my experience and the things that I have learned about, it's like, that's one of the tall tale signs that someone has ADD. They do not have the capacity to be able to tell time. And this is one of the big giant ones that I have to like scream at you right now. If you are someone who you can sit down for, you know, 15 minutes and then all of a sudden, nope, it wasn't 15 minutes. It was actually an hour. The odds of you having ADD are, is very good. It's very good in my opinion. Okay. But if you are someone who can sit down and be right on time, right, right on time, every time you're watching the clock, you're really good about that. A lot of times that is a sign of trauma because something has happened in the past to where you don't ever want to be late. You don't want to miss it. You don't want to be that person that is going to let the other person down or you're, you know, that you're going to be late, all these things. And you become a little bit obsessive about it. Um, if you are one of those people who are suffering from trauma, like you don't want to get in trouble because you're late. You don't want to be one minute late. You don't want to miss it. You know, so those are really conclusive to the people who are suffering from trauma. Now it's across the board with all three of them but definitely for different reasons and different things is a reason why that they might have memory difficulties. Remember two people with, um, eight, not ADD, but people with trauma, they also might be suppressing a lot of those memories too. So that is something to think about. And here's something else to think about too, is that when I was going down my journey of like, okay, am I ADD or not? You know, those kinds of things. That's when I actually realized that I didn't have ADD. It was more trauma based. And then my husband was the one with ADD. And when, when we went and we looked at some of the symptoms, it was way more clear that he had it, not just because of like the time blindness, what we were just talking about, but also with people who have had issues with school. So I did not have issues with school whatsoever. And this is one of the things that therapist was bringing up to me. They're like, that's not really that common with people with ADD, even though there are different types. Okay. There's different types of ADD and you might have ADD and you were someone who did great in school, but it's not really the norm. Most people who do good in school either have the ungroundedness factor or they have trauma response. Now people with ADD, they are the ones that often have a hard time sitting still, you know, for school. In fact, my husband, you know, he had a hard time school the whole entire time. So that is something really, really big to think about. And then there is also the concept too, that people with ADD, they can actually sit still for something that they love to do. 
So you might see or hear about like the child that has ADD, but they're able to sit down and play video games, you know, and concentrate on that for hours. And this was something that was always so curious to me because I was never able to do that. I'm not able to sit down and just concentrate on anything. I don't care what it is that I love even for hours. I cannot do it. And that is because I don't have ADD. I actually am ungrounded. So all of a sudden, when I am doing something that I love, let's say it's taking a spiritual class, reading auras, whatever it is, I love it to death. But all of a sudden, one thing just sets off my brain and I am in daydream mode. And now I'm thinking about all these things going down this rabbit hole. Like I love to watch Jeopardy. And so in Jeopardy, they do the categories. And so they were doing the categories. This happens literally all of the time. They do the categories. And one of the categories might be something like Italy. Well, all of a sudden, now I'm daydreaming about Italy. I'm going to Italy and then I'm remembering the book or the movie named Eat, Pray, Love. And then I don't remember what that girl's name is that played in it, but I think that she played in this other movie too. And then before you know it, it's like 20 minutes into Jeopardy and I missed the whole thing. You have no idea how many times we had to rewind it because I missed the categories. I missed everything. And my husband would be like, where were you? And I'm like, I have no idea. Okay. I was in freaking Italy. And they will, he'll rewind it and guess what? The same exact thing will happen. It'll be a different category, but I am daydreaming. I am going off in my little la la land, even though it's something that I love and I want to do. I want to be a part of this, but I can't because I am ungrounded. I am living in the clouds. I am spacey. Whereas opposed, my husband just has ADD, but he is able to concentrate on things of this world, things that he freaking loves. Okay, so we're also going to be moving on with um, another symptom that I thought was really kind of interesting. So let me know what you think about with this one, but it is impulsivity. <laughs> and so with people with ADD, they are known for this. Okay. With acting without thinking, difficulty waiting terms, because that's just kind of something that they are because their brain might be going a mile a minute because they're not able to really focus. But people with being ungrounded, that is a little bit different too, because a lot of times their impulsivity comes from you know, having too much going on, the easily distracted one, you know, they're more like go with the flow. So then next thing you know, they're doing this and they're doing that and they're just riding the freaking wave. It's more fluid with people who are ungrounded versus people who have ADD. With ADD people, I've noticed it's a little bit more cut and dry. Well, they'll be like, nope, I have to do this now. Bam, I have to do this now. Bam. Like it's just like cut and dry. That's the reason why that it's so much more easier to see my husband's ADD than it is to see my ungroundedness because I can literally see everywhere where he has stopped doing a task and started another one. This might be somebody who you see um, leave their coffee in the microwave and do things like that. Well, I don't leave my coffee in the microwave because to me that makes too much sense, right? Someone with ADD, they put their coffee in their microwave and then they forget because now they're on to the next task. People who are um, ungrounded like me, they go ahead and they're drinking the coffee at the same time that they're doing something else because, you know, they love to multitask and get a lot of things done because they're addicted to fast energy. And the next thing you know, I have the freaking coffee inside of the freaking cupboard, right? Because I wasn't thinking. I am not there anymore. I am not part of the present moment. An ADD person will probably remember taking their coffee cup and putting it in the microwave. And then once they come back to it, they'll be like, oh yeah, I did leave it there. But somebody who is un ungrounded, they won't take their coffee cup, will put it in the freaking cupboard or some freaking weird place. And then guess what? They have no recollection on how that got there or why they did it because they were not in the present moment. They were way somewhere else. I have found some of the craziest things. I found like 
um, toys um, from my son inside of the refrigerator. When I was a teenager, I remember doing uh, wood shop and then I found my wood shop stuff in the freaking crisper. Like I have found some weird stuff. Like the other day too, I'm like finding things that were in the refrigerator, like in a totally separate cabinet that it should not have been in. Like I am nuts. Like you will find weird stuff like all around. And also I can never find my phone. And then even when I think about where my phone is or when I finally see my phone, I'm like, how the hell did I get my phone get there? And that is because I'm ungrounded. I don't have any recollection of doing that because I was really being um, not in the present moment. I was not being mindful. But people with ADD, they usually are mindful but then they just forget and then they'll freaking remember. All right. And then people with trauma are probably going to experience something very similar to the people that are ungrounded. Um, but if trauma is really the focus, then it could be because you were focusing on the trauma, something reminded you of it and you're being taken back in the past. All right, so I wanted to give you a couple of little things that might help you out with some coping strategies that I learned about each one of these things. Okay, so if you have ADD, going ahead and getting a good routine is really going to help you. And it's gonna help you manage your time effectively. Now, this is something too that's gonna to be really, really good for people who are ungrounded as well because you're gonna create consistency and it's going to get you out of that fluid movement, all right? So the more that you can create a routine, both with ADD and being ungrounded is really, really going to help you out. Okay. So another thing too, is going to be, this is specifically for ADD people. If you feel like you have it, you need to break down your task into smaller steps. Okay. So, <laughs> so you might be taking on bigger projects or too much. I don't even care if it's freaking cutting an apple, like just focus on cutting that half an apple. Now, if you are somebody who is ungrounded, then what I want you to do is I want you to do more of grounding techniques that we're going to go over. Okay. But if you have ADD and you think that you do, then going ahead and providing visual aids might help. All right. So these are going to be sticky notes, you know, here, there, everywhere. Um, making sure that you are doing like alarms on your phone to help out. That's something that I do with my husband. Like I, I used to be so angry at him because when I lived in Virginia, we would always meet at 6.30 on Zoom. Actually, it was Skype back then, right? So we would meet on Skype and he was always late. And I always remember thinking to myself, if he really loved me, then he would show up on time. This is before I realized that he had ADD and as bad as he did. And I didn't know about time blindness then. Well, I did, but I always felt like if you really truly loved me, then you'd be paying attention to your time. So the time blindness wouldn't even be a factor whatsoever. And so he would do this and I, I would take it personally. So first off, if anybody out there has a significant other that is, you know, taking things personally and things like that, when you're not showing up on time, you know, maybe even share this podcast episode with them. But I, I realized that it's not anything that he can help. And I really, really wanted to help him because it's not like he felt good being late. It's not like he stood me up for an hour and he was like, ha ha ha, I'm so happy that I had an hour less with Heather. You know, like, no, he wasn't like that at all. He was like, oh my God, I don't know where the time went. I am so sorry. He was always that way, but it didn't help because I was stuck in this mindset. Like, oh, well, if you really loved me, then you would have been on time because I would have been. But that's when I realized that after years and years and years that he had ADD, you know, and this is a condition, something is truly wrong with him. His brain does not work the same as everybody else's. I stopped taking it personally. And then what I will do is that I will give him heads up. Okay. I'm starting dinner now. So he knows, okay, half hour, 45 minutes or so. And then I will give him another thing. Hey, dinner's about ready in 15 minutes. Okay. Dinner's ready in about five minutes. Now I understand if you want to be like, Oh, well, I shouldn't have to do that. No, you shouldn't. But if you really want to, you know, have harmony 
in your house and with your person, then, you know, maybe extending them that olive branch would be nice because wouldn't you want somebody else to do it for you too? And so now both me and my husband suffer from different conditions, but we're trying to work with each other on those things. Um, and he tries to ground me every single day and we'll go more into that, but definitely having help or helping someone else with ADD, um, it'll, it'll go so far. Okay. And then you don't have to take it personally anymore. Anytime that my husband is late, I almost laugh at it now because I'm like, yep, there he goes. You know, there he goes. Like I remember one time that's coming up right now, like he was like over two hours late for dinner with my friends, you know, and you know, my friend and her husband had came in from out of town and everything else. And he was over two hours late. We had driven separately and he just got stuck in this task with the freaking iron and for the life of me i could not figure out like how could someone spend two hours on this ironing board issue but he did and he didn't even realize it because people with add often become obsessive with a task at hand you know me as an ungrounded person like i'll become obsessed until the next better thing comes along and then i'm just ungrounded and i'm just you know going around with the flow and that's how it works for me but i don't become obsessed with it um i might a little bit but it's not like how it is with him um and then i'm on to the next better thing all right so think about that hopefully that helps out a lot okay so now with people who are experiencing more of the ungroundedness like kind of like with me um number one thing is going to be grounding techniques all right so this is Anything that's really going to help you stay in the present moment, all right? So you have to become more mindful. Of course, meditation can help. Meditation is awesome. It's a fast track. So if you get more meditation in your life, that is great. But what I do is I just try to make sure that I'm more present. So every single time that my brain starts going down that rabbit hole, I come back to the present moment. And then I also often throughout the day, um, almost like pretend that my toes, that my feet have roots and it's growing, going down into like the dirt. Um, I don't actually go outside and go barefoot, but if you can, that's awesome. Do that. Spending more time in nature. That is great. Um, I can't always do that. So I definitely do those visualizations where I'm pretending that my feet are roots growing into the dirt, into the earth. And then also too, what I found out that's really helpful for me is I got an anklet bracelet. So now if you can get an anklet bracelet that has some kind of stone on it, like hematite, um, that would be great because it's really, really grounding stone, but it doesn't really matter which one it is, but because you're going to be putting it on your ankle and that's always going to be a constant reminder for you to practice grounding or setting the intention to ground, setting the intention to ground. So you're coming back down to earth. And then the other thing too, that's really going to help you if you're ungrounded is that you're going to have to try and be more of this world. So if you're someone like me that loves the books and you love creativity and you just love fantasy and you love being in your mind, you love daydreaming, you love creating things, you know, everything that uses the upper chakras, you have to like come back down to earth. You have to balance it and you can balance it by doing exercise, going for walks, being outside. You can also do things that are more action-based of, of this world things. Like I love watching action movies or cleaning is also very, very grounding. So yoga also is really, really good for grounding. Remember, we need to get you to come back down to this earth, use your lower chakras. Okay, so security, finances, dealing with numbers, coming back down, doing things that are more um, like book smart, things that are more non-fiction versus fiction based. That's going to help you be down here more. Okay. And so then people who are trauma, um, ridden, kind of like what I was too, definitely therapy might help. EMDR specifically with therapy can help because you know, they do say, and this is not me saying, and this is not spiritual stuff either. You know, EMDR is offered by, you know, tons of psychiatrists and psychiatrists. Um, and so definitely paying attention to the EMDR, but I also love EFT, which is emotional freedom technique, which is tapping, which is something that you can do. And 
I kind of had my little ungrounded ADD moment here a second ago, but what ends up happening is that they say that your body keeps a score, which is a great book, but you actually hold a lot of those emotions still in your nerves and EMDR helps get that out, but so does EFT tapping. So doing one of those things too is really going to help you. Now just doing some of the ungrounded things are going to help you if you are experiencing some of that trauma in your daily life, because remember your trauma might actually be causing you to be ungrounded. So doing some of those grounding exercises is going to help you get back into the present moment. It might actually bring up the memory that's causing you, you know, distress so that you can go ahead and heal that. Now, for me specifically, when I think back on the trauma that was causing me, you know, to be ungrounded, I can't think of anything. It's not any one thing. It seems like it was just a lot of things that were happening around in my life in a short, not short period of time, in a smaller period of my time of when I was younger. It was the younger period of my time <laughs> that was um, causing me the distress because it was always this unknowns, like what's going to happen. So like all those things that happened to me, like when I was a child, not anything in particular, but just being in that environment caused me to be ungrounded and not wanting to be in the present moment at all because the present moment's scary, like stuff's always happening. And it's not one particular thing. It was probably like my whole childhood that has caused me to be ungrounded and trauma in my everyday life because I am like, wait, wait, is something else going to happen? Like what's going on here? <laughs> but also yeah, um, journaling out your emotions too is really going to help you and it can help you focus on exactly which one of those things um, is really affecting you more so than some of the other ones. And then also with being trauma ridden or the ungrounded one, definitely self-care, 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 you know, making sure that you're getting sleep, that you are contributing to your overall, overall well-being. But that's going to be a big one because a lot of people who have trauma and also ungroundedness, they, we don't care about our bodies. Like we don't want to be around our bodies anymore. You know, like our bodies, um, we have tried to reject our bodies, um, even subconsciously. So think about those, um, a little bit as you, you know, really tune in, especially today. And you try to figure out, okay, which one of these am I really suffering from? And I know for me, it was really uplifting to know that I actually had something wrong you know like it was so cool it was like oh my gosh this is what is going on and it's actually like if you're ungrounded it's a little bit more of an easier fix i think than if you have add because like i don't know how in the world to help my husband without like some medication like i do not think that meditation will help him either because he's a very zen person already and so with a with his ADD and his tendencies of not finishing things, you know, he would probably have to be on a medication. And just to let you know a little bit about the different medications, what I have seen a lot with ADD people, it seems like they are prescribed a stimulant like Adderall. And that is what really helps them focus and almost think like a quote, normal person. Now, somebody who has something like me, which is ungroundedness, or it's caused from trauma, it seems like they give you something like Stratera. So have you ever heard of Stratera? For people who are diagnosed with ADD, but it seems like their symptoms come from trauma or ungroundedness. Now, this is my own opinion and the experiences that I've seen on people with these different kinds of drugs. It seems like the people who truly have ADD do much better on a stimulant like Adderall 
as opposed to people who are more like me and that have some symptoms of ADD, but are not really ADD. And that's the reason why that they use Shatira, which is a non-stimulant. Um, and it's also not a controlled substance at all, but it does help out with, you know, attention, hyperactivity, and also impulse behavior. So it kind of works a little bit similar to Adderall. I ended up not taking this medication, um, but it was really interesting for me to see that a lot of the people that have been diagnosed with ADD and that are put on Shatira have also had really rough upbringings, had rough childhoods, and so far with the people that I have known and met up to this point, they are like 100% great at school. They did great at school. And I am like, oh my gosh, it is because I don't think they truly have ADD. It is because of their ungroundedness or because of their past trauma. I know it sounds so nuts. In fact, like it's kind of hard telling you this because you know you might be one of those people that are on Shatir or maybe you're one of those people that are on Adderall. And then I wonder too, um, if this makes sense to you. So definitely reach out to me at info at com. Let me know how this resonated, if it really made sense for you. Um, being like, yeah, those are my symptoms and I definitely do have ADD and you know they put me on Adderall and I am doing good. Or are you one of those people who have been put on Shatira and you're like, no, I really am, you know, 100% ADD. I absolutely love that I found out that I am just ungrounded. It makes my life a lot more easier because it's a very quick fix, but it does take consistently consistency to get yourself to stay grounded. I am always talking to the spiritual world. I'm always up in the clouds. I'm always on to the next better thing. I'm 100% like that, but it doesn't take that much to come down to earth. Even just a few minutes of meditation, meditation in the shower can really, really help you become grounded. People with ADD, it's not gonna be that quick of a fix. Like I said, it's a chronic condition. And then if you have trauma too, you have got to go easy on yourself, okay? And sometimes it's a really to know that trauma is still part of your life because then you can work on fixing it or you can just give yourself a little bit of slack and be like, wow, you know what? I did go through a lot. And if I'm still being affected to it to this day, that is okay. I'm still going to love myself. I'm still going to be all right. And I don't know. I just think that that is really awesome. You went through a lot. And so it's okay that if your body hasn't 100% healed from it, it's 100% okay. You know, and I hope that I gave you a little bit of insight and a little bit of things that you can do to help yourself just feel a little bit better. All right. I hope that you have loved, 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 loved this episode. And I hope to see you in the Spiritual AF Library. And I will see you hopefully on Sunday for Coffee and Cards. But if I don't, I will see you right back here on Monday for the weekly reading. See you then. Thanks for tuning in to the Spiritual AF Life podcast. You'll find all the links to resources and more in the show notes. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss out on the incredible episodes that are coming up.